Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Weathercock Podcast, uh, wherever you are in the world, of course, welcome, thank you for supporting the show, I'm so grateful. Today is a solo episode, and I have a topic that is near and dear to my heart today, which is about the, I say, maybe the trap of wishing and hoping, or the unhelpfulness of wishing and hoping. This is a part of the book that I'm writing, a chapter in the book, and I was I was revising it today. I'm almost in my fourth rewrite, and it's going to end pretty much at the fourth one before it goes off to be read by some very important people that are going to give me some feedback so that I can finish it. This chapter is a one that I feel is a very important one and pretty much is maybe not the root of the Weathercock book that I'm writing, but a very important piece of it. And the reason that I called it the unhelpfulness of wishful uh, wishing and hoping is I believe that there are three types of people in the world. There are those who wait for things to happen. There are those who make things happen. And there are those who ask themselves, what the just happened? And I want to break down those three types of people for you so that I can get in more detail into what it is to wish and hope all the time. Making things happen is the pursuit and not the achievement. It's making things happen for yourself, which means you are taking action on something that you're pursuing, something that you're hoping for the best outcome possible. Now, like remember what I'm saying here. You're hoping for the best outcome possible. You don't have control over the outcome, but you certainly have control over the pursuit that you're, that you're pursuing, which means that you are in action, which means that you're making things happen. If I can use a metaphor, pursuing is like bowling. You line up the pins and give it your best shot with a bowling ball, and you, you can only hope that you're going to get a strike. You're going to maybe get a spare. Or maybe your ball will just go right into the gutter. Whatever it is, you pick up the next ball and you go again until you get the best possible score, until you get that strike or those two or three strikes in a row. And the only way that you can ever get you know better at bowling is by practicing and with patience, right? But you are in action, which means that you are making things happen for yourself. So making things happen doesn't mean that you will have success in whatever it is that you're pursuing and what you're making happen, but it surely means that you are doing something in a forward movement that is propulsing you towards and getting closer to whatever it is that you're hoping to achieve and having the best possible outcome, although you do not have any certainty on whether or not the outcome will be the one that you want. That is not the control we have, but we do control our efforts. We do control our commitment, our engagement, and our waking up in the morning and wanting to continue to pursue that thing. If not, we make something happen. We decide to stop, to surrender, and start over again. That's making things happen. Telling yourself what the hell happened is, for me, being stuck in the washer and dryer of life, which is being in a constant spin cycle where life is just going by. You basically sleep, you work, you eat, you pay your bills, pay 
whatever it needs to be paid for the week. And you play maybe a little if you have a chance and you repeat it over and over again. Basically, weeks, months, years go by. And a lot of us sometimes, after years of spinning in the washer and dryer of our lives, we wake up and say, man, this is not for me anymore. What am I doing with the time that I have on earth? What happened to all the time? Well, we all got caught up in routines. We all got caught up in social pressure. We all got caught up in choosing to do a job that keeps us busy for 40 plus hours a week. And we don't really like it. We pretty much live for that two weeks vacation. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you don't know what you don't know. So that means that if you're not aware of any of this, how can you know that nothing is that something is happening and you not being aware of it? And I'm only telling you this today because I've been stuck in all three. And the best one, of course, is being the one where you make things happen, which I believe is now my time to thrive at the age that I am and all the awareness that I've gained. And believe me, it's not perfect. I still feel sometimes that I'm waiting for things to happen. And I'll get to that next. But understanding and being aware of these patterns is will make the difference in how you live your life and how you are committed to achieving the best possible outcome available to you. Although you have no control over it, you will more enjoy the pursuit and getting there than you will actually possibly get whatever reward comes with what you've been running after. The last one is waiting for things to happen, right? Oh, and by the way, when you, you do ask yourself what happened, a lot of people get out of there and realize that they need help to change. And that's where if your desire to change is greater than your desire to stay the same, then you will be able to get out of that. If you are not able to create that change in your life, then you can still be in there for many, many years to come. And maybe, hopefully not, but one day you wake up and it's too late. Life has just gone by. That's being in the washer dryer of life. I like to call it. It's a spin cycle. We are in there and kept in there for very long until we are aware. Waiting for things to happen, that's the one I've been stuck in for long periods of time. This is the place where we catch ourselves wishing and hoping that things will get better for us. Wishing and hoping that there will be intervention from a life force, the universe, or maybe someone that you were very close to that has passed on, a family member, a friend, and you bargain and you negotiate that if they make this come true for you, then you'll never ask for anything again. When you're a kid, this is basically what we do when we're immature and we're not fully aware of how the world works. We wish and we hope, you know? It's like when I was a kid, I remember having going to a mall and seeing this bicycle uh, a draw for a bicycle. And I filled out a bunch of slips with my name and my phone number. And I remember that the bicycle was going to be drawn on a Saturday. It was maybe a Thursday night when I filled out those coupons. And I remember sitting outside waiting for the phone to ring to let me know that I've won the bicycle. And I waited and I waited and I waited and I wished and I hoped that I would win the bicycle, which I never won. But I was young. And I believed that it would be my turn to win, that it would be, I would be the name picked in that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you know what the problem is when we're older and we start wishing and hoping? Things never change. And things never change. We hope that our finances will be better. We hope that 
Our career, our career will also change if that's what we want. We wish that our relationship would go better with our partner or with our friend. We wish that we were more healthy. But what we don't do is take any action. So we are waiting for something to happen, some kind of miracle, some kind of sign. And a lot of times the sign comes in the form of a wall. We hit the wall and we hit it hard enough that it forces us to take reflection and actually change. And that's where your desire to change gets greater than your desire to stay the same. So you're not stuck in waiting for things to happen. You're actually now in a mood to make things happen. So we shift from that, but it takes sometimes a hard lesson to learn. The trap of wishing and hoping is that you can stay years and years of being in a pity party for yourself, trying to wish and hope anything out there that will listen to you, to anyone listening, that something will appear for you. Something will work out for you. And I get it because I've been there for such a long time. I was there with my business where I would use this technique of what you don't see does not exist. So I would not open up my bank statements. I would not open up anything that would put me in the state of despair that I was in because I was so irresponsible with how I ran my business that I kept wishing and hoping that somehow this would all go away. Someone would forget to mail me my statement, forget to send me a credit card bill. And of course that never happened, right? But you get in this loop of wishing and hoping all the time. How did that serve me? Well, I closed the business. I had to go into bankruptcy because of that. I had, there's a lot of stuff that I did because I stuck not making anything happen but just wishing and hoping that things would go better. So if you close your eyes and you cross your fingers and you hope that a genie will appear to make your wish come true, it's just not going to happen. If you make things happen, and if I take the example of my business, if I would have been proactive and went to see a mentor, a a friend, someone who had experience that has their own business that knows how to deal in terms of creating a budget and how to better de- how to better organize my finances i would have saved myself years of heartache and sleepless nights by avoiding what was obviously taking a piece of me every day but i didn't make anything happen i just waited for something hopefully someone would save me somehow the magical thinking process of wishing and hoping there's nothing wrong with hoping for the best for someone else If you're hoping for your favorite team to win the championship, that's all you can do. You can't go into action for them. You can't actually go and do, you know, the game and play the game for them. They're on the ice and they're responsible for themselves to play the game and hopefully they'll win. They'll have the best outcome possible. There's nothing wrong wishing your best friend success in the the interview that they're going to pass for this new job that they're going for. There's nothing you can do for them. It's up to them to prepare themselves to do the research, get ready for that job interview. So wishing someone the best of luck, hoping for the best for your team, that's all good. That's human emotion. That's human reaction. We always want the best for other people, hoping that things will go well. If my kids come and visit me and they visit me and they come, I live two hours away from them. So if they visit me and they go back home, well, I'm, I'm wishing them safe travels. That's all I can do. I can't drive the car for them. I'm not responsible for that. But you see how this loop of wishing and hoping can be keeping us stuck 
when we start wishing that someone would recognize us, hoping that our boss will see all the efforts that we're doing so he might give us a raise or a better um, a better um, evaluation on our performance. We, we can be stuck in that for years. And the only good thing that comes out of it is when you've been in that spin cycle for like 10 years, like I've been, even maybe longer, when you get out of it, the only thing you can do with that is take this knowledge and share it like I'm doing with you today. So that hopefully, this is because I have no control over this, you will be more aware and maybe see if you're in that spin cycle of life or if you're actually not aware and you're waiting and you're not asking yourself what just happened with all these years. Making things happen for yourself is not necessarily switching your life around and abandoning everything around you and just going for the new thing that you want. It's actually just taking a little bit more action in your life every day towards something that you want to pursue, something that is so important for you, that lights a fire under your feet, that makes your heart glow, that you're going to go pursue it. And you have no, 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 no certainty on the outcome, nothing of that, but you're going to have a great time pursuing. And that's where, you know, feeling a fulfillment, feeling fulfilled is all about is running after something, chasing it with all your heart and passion and purpose and feeling like there's nothing better. Although you may not win the championship, you may not get the job, you may not make millions of dollars or your business may not succeed. You will have the best of time pursuing. And the more you do it, the easier it gets to pursue. We don't have any certainty in life, but we always have the responsibility to make our lives the best one yet. So we go out there and we try our best and we make things happen for ourselves. We create opportunities, we create possibilities, and from then on, we let go and we let whatever work we've done go out there and be in the hands of others. Because ultimately, you have no decision, you have no power over the outcome of whatever it is that you're looking to get. But you can certainly control your effort and your commitment and your engagement towards a thing. So my question to you is, what type of person are you? Are you someone that waits for things to happen? Do you make things happen? Or do you ask yourself, what the F happened? I urge you to reflect on this a little more and just go into side of yourself and see where it is that you thrive the most and where it is that you feel stuck the most and then make the decision. What is it that you want to do with your life? And how do you want to take action to make it the best life? Don't get caught in the, ra- in the trap of wishing and hoping too long. Hoping and wishing is good for others, but it's not good for yourself. You want to go play in the casino, go have fun in a casino for a night, have a certain budget to spend in a casino, but have no expectations, go for it. But how many people go in a casino hoping that they'll get the jackpot, hoping that they have their one poker hand away from getting the jackpot, getting the big money to come in there. They're hoping there's nothing they can do, but do that. And they don't get it. So they get extremely disappointed. They get extremely maybe into a mode of blaming others, depending on if it's the dealer that didn't give them the right hand or whatever. Imagine what it is in your general life when you're doing that all the time, just spinning around and just hoping. How many people go out and buy lottery tickets and hope, hope that somehow they're going to win the big money? Well, they don't. 
one person out of, I don't know how much what the statistic is, but millions of people, you're not going to get it. You have one chance. Maybe you'll be the one. I hope you are, but I can't do anything about that. And you either, you can just buy the ticket and keep going to work, pursuing your dreams. Well, if you get it, then good for you. You won the draw at the end. If there's one thing I learned when I, you know, when I, when I filled out those coupons and wanted to win that bicycle so badly and waited hours on a Saturday beside the door on my porch, waiting for the phone to ring. And every time it rang, I, I just waited for my mother or my father to come get me to tell me it's for you. And I knew that that would be the moment that I would get the call to say that I had won the, the, the bicycle and to come pick it up. And I didn't. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed because I couldn't believe that I wasn't the one picked. And the time that I spent waiting for someone to call me, if I look back on it today, and I remember this moment clearly, it's a, it's a part of my, the, my memory puzzle that is very important, is the moment where I realized that if you want something, you need to go out and get it for yourself. You need to go buy it. And so I need to go buy a bicycle. So what did I have to do, right? Save some money, go start a paper route, which I did. And started buying, you know, started having a bit of pocket money to do other things like buy rock cassettes, which was still is a passion of mine, but not hoping and wishing anymore. But then as I grew older and was stuck in this pattern of still wishing and hoping, because as you mature, sometimes some parts of you don't mature at the same rate as other parts. I began wishing and hoping about so many things in my life. And who knows how many weeks and months and years I've spent spinning just not being in a great space, but being content with just making money, buying stuff, and thinking that that's what happiness was all about. Until the day you hit the wall and realize that you've been asking yourself, what the hell happened all these years? And you haven't been really making anything happen for yourself. It is a cycle that you can be in for years. But if you create the awareness, you can get out of it. So you don't know what you don't know. It's impossible to know what you think you already know. So if I can create some awareness for you today, if you're in one of those three types of person, hopefully you're in the making things happen type. But if you're in the other two types, then here's your awareness call. Hopefully, This will give you the call that you need to start reflecting, thinking, and maybe, just maybe, take a step out and say, enough's enough. Taking back responsibility and control of my life, I'm going to be making decisions to take some steps forward. You may not know what you want right away. You might not have the clarity to decide on it, but you can make the decision to change. And if your desire is greater to change and your desire to stay the same, I guarantee you, your life will change right away. With that, I want to tell you, keep pursuing, keep learning and growing, and make failure impossible. Because if you ask yourself this question, how did I learn? What did I learn? Sorry. And how did I grow? Failure becomes obsolete. So make failure impossible. and Keep asking yourself those questions and check in with yourself and create awareness. You're a step away from changing your whole life or making it just a little better. And a little better every day adds up to a whole lot better in a year. 
I'll see you in the next episode.